I've been waiting 23 years to say that. So, yeah, after having this week of lots of weird stuff going on and everything, we can just do our show that we haven't done in a while. Sorry, everybody. Three, that kind three of thing. weeks. Yep, three whole weeks it's been. But you know what? Life, you know, happens. So Life comes at <laughs> you, and sometimes you just got to take care of the things and as much as we love doing podcasting, sometimes you just can't squeeze it That's in. That's right. And what is it Ferris Bueller says? Life moves pretty fast. If you don't slow down <laughs> once in a while, you might just miss it. <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. That's from Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This is the FBI's Most Unwanted. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And it's witchcraft, I think. Uh... Yes and no. <laughs> this episode, I'm going to say right now, this episode's fucking weird. It is. Uh, but not to spoil the end where we talk about our final thoughts, but I do like this one. So It's fun. It's like, it's a very bizarre episode mm-hmm. where, like, getting ready to watch it and having to watch it a second time and knowing I'm still like, this is still like, the, the premise behind this is just so weird and it's parts of it are so thrown together and out of left field sort of Mm -hmm. because it's because it definitely feels like the animosity from the last episode uh is kind of really digging into this well we can talk about it um it is because it's also sort of a um Uh, a comedy type episode but there's also some interesting anyway uh this is season three episode 13 it is titled syzygy which is a word that refers to an astronomical alignment of three celestial objects usually the sun the earth and a moon or planet Woo! and actually whoosh spooky yeah um it's written by chris carter directed by rob bowman it originally aired January 26, 1996. Hey, January 26, that was my brother's birthday. Well, it's always my brother's birthday, but 1996, he was uh, four <laughs> that day when this aired. Um, so, yes, it was, like I said, written by Chris Car- series creator Chris Carter. Uh, he claims that... Mulder and Scully's odd behavior in the episode was written specifically to alert the show's audience that Mulder and Scully would not become romantic partners, but really, yeah, but I think the fact that they acted so weird because of this certain event going on in the town, um, really undercuts what he was apparently trying to do there. (laughs) Um, and also Director Rob Bowman actually didn't like the episode. He uh, is on record. He says, The show proved to be much more difficult than I anticipated. 
and there wasn't enough time to shoot the show properly because we were so close to the Christmas break. Uh, I felt extremely pressured and frustrated, although there are things in it I love, particularly the banter between Mulder and Scully, but overall I thought the show was very oblique. I don't feel that the characters ever knew what was going on, and I don't think it is all that cool that kids are murdering people. I didn't feel like I was shooting an episode of The X-Files, and I think I let Chris Carter down a bit. <laughs> it's never cool. I mean, it's never cool when the kids are killing each other. No, but I mean, uh, 19... What year was Scream again? Do you know? Scream was 95, I Yeah, think? so they were making this episode around the time that Scream was wicked popular, and Scream is kids murdering people. Well, so was Children of the Court. Right. I mean, 96. it is something that happens in horror. I mean, in Pet Cemetery, Gage was back from the dead and killing people. And I mean, you have the Omen where Damien is just a, a, the is like the son of son of Satan, mm -hmm. basically. So I mean, no, it's not cool, but it does happen. Any all the cool kids. Yeah. Um. Weird. <laughs> and actually the name of the <laughs> this is really funny the name of grover cleveland alexander high school the setting for much of the action in the episode references an episode of uh jeopardy uh excuse me rep <laughs> wow i can't talk references a jeopardy question that david duchovny got wrong when he was on celebrity jeopardy Really? Yeah, I don't. It's just, it doesn't exactly say what the thing was. Maybe if I click on Grover Cleveland Alexander's name, I can see. Uh, Grover Cleveland Alexander was a uh, baseball player for the Philadelphia Phillies, the Chicago Cubs, and the St. Louis Cardinals in, it looks like, the 40s. 30s and 40s so i don't know what the question possibly could have been but apparently it was something that david duchovny got wrong and everybody thought it was funny <laughs> um <clears throat> they're too busy thinking about was like when are we gonna see him in the red speedo again? yeah also <laughs> uh the scene where a keystone cops movie is on every television channel was originally meant to be a clockwork orange but they couldn't afford the rights to the footage yeah, and probably a good, probably a good thing too, because that movie is fucking weird. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Carter said later on that he actually thought the Keystone Cops film was a better fit for the episode, and I got to agree, it is just the perfect amount of weird and goofy for Keystone Cops to be on every channel for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Mulder and Scully's fight about Mulder always driving was based on a common nitpick from fans, many of whom noticed that Mulder was usually the one driving the car. Uh, and apparently Jillian Anderson said they had been talking about it on the internet for the entire existence of the show. <laughs> and Mulder's joke about Scully's little feet was a joke that Carter had made before a fan convention in Pasadena, California. <laughs> No, all right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. And so we might as well dive in. Uh, this is actually set in a town called Comedy, New Hampshire. So it's in our neck of the woods. Uh, comedy, not a real town. It's made up. But um, 
and there's high school students and they're there uh, at a funeral. Well, they're not at a funeral. They're out in the woods having kind of their own um, gathering for a dead friend who supposedly died at the hand of a satanic cult. (laughs) So clearly based on the idea of the satanic panic uh, from the eighties and Mulder and Scully actually talk about this as the episode goes on. We meet two girls, Terry Roberts and Margie Kleingen who get a ride home from young chubby Ryan Reynolds. I thought that was Ryan. It is. Yep. Uh, his character's name is Jay Boom De Boom, and it is young. He is chubby, and his teeth are not straight. This is Ryan Reynolds in his awkward phase before he got smoking hot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that that whole scene is just so funny because like the girl, like he's cro- like. The tears are still flowing as he's driving the right, girls his buddy's home. Right, de- you know, his buddy's yeah. dead, and he's upset. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we we don't want to die. For, what is it they say that they sacrifice well, like, blo- Satan, like, Satanists, uh, sacrifice blonde virgins, and they don't want to die? Yeah, and they're like, are you virgin? And they're like, he's like, nah, a boom. It's like, I'm not a virgin. It's like, well, if we all are not virgins, then we don't have to worry about it. So they it. pull over. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this was like his buddy's dead, but this dude is thinking, oh my God, I'm about to have a threesome. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> and so they pull over in the woods because these two girls are like, we're going to fuck you, buddy. And he's like, yeah. And so... um cut to the next day the police find boom hanging off a cliff and they're like oh yep looks like he hung himself but then we go up the cliff and there are margie and terry sitting there pulling the pedals off a daisy doing he loves me he loves me not and laughing laughing their asses off they hung boom and terry and margie despite the fact that they are in new hampshire you can tell that this was the era of the Valley Girl. Yeah. Uh, also, fun thing about that, Margie uh, is play. I think she's Wendy play- Benson is the name of the actress. Oh no! So I'm thinking the other girl, uh, uh, Lisa Robin Kelly, who uh, plays the other girl. Ah. I was. I looked at her and I was like, oh, it's a. Uh, she- She's Topher Grace's uh, older sister in yep. that '70s show. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she played uh, Lori Foreman on that '70s yeah. show. Yeah. Um. So Mulder and Scully, <laughs> uh, when we first meet them in this episode, they are in the car on the way to comedy. Which is, I keep, it sounds like I'm saying comedy, like comedy movie. It's C-O-M-I-T-Y. And my accent's fucking it up. Um, Us Vermonters in our accents. I know. Uh, Maybe I should say it. Comedy? Comedy? I don't know. Um, They're trying to get there. And they're arguing over the directions. Uh, Scully is in the passenger seat with the map. And she says... Uh, go right here. And Mulder says, yeah, but the lady said, take a left. And Scully's like, yeah, 
she said at the stoplight, this is a stop sign. And Mulder's like, okay, well, she said stoplight, but she could have just as easily meant stop sign. And Scully's like, no, the map says go right. So they go right. And then immediately they're driving back through the same intersection <laughs> because Mulder was right. It doesn't even leave the intersection. They go right. And then a little while later, they drive back the yeah. other way. <laughs> And they meet the, so they go into the church and they meet local detective Angela White at Boom's funeral. And, you know, Detective White is like, well, they, you know, the rumor going around is it's Satan. By the way, the school's mascot is like a goat in a circle. It yeah. <laughs> um, this, this episode really does, like, put it on, like, like do a lot of like it's like on the nose. It really, I mean, it is. Symbology. It is um, a little bit farcical, almost. Is like yeah. like the, everything about it is almost like a farce, uh, almost to the point of it's not airplane level. I mean, nothing is really airplane level, but it's it's in that ballpark. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so they're at the funeral, and uh, Detective White is like, "Well, they're you know they're saying it's Satanists and everything." And Scully's like, "Well, is there any reason to believe it's Satanists? Like any evidence at all?" And Detective White is like, "No, no, that's just what they say." And she's like, "Who says?" And she's like, "Everybody." And. Mulder has to like apologize like, every time. Well, and even Mulder's like, and now you know, uh, could it have anything to, you know? I apologize for for my partner. She's just upset because literally every investigation that the FBI has ever done on Satanists has said there's no such thing as satanic cults. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then all of a sudden, the high school principal Bob Spitz he bursts into the funeral he's like oh god it's satanists there's satanists in the town they're murdering babies children we gotta we gotta stop it and the coffin bursts into flames <laughs> and, and the whole time like Mulder and skull scully's like is fighting with Mulder on like nah because this could be anything like well like they're just imagining this and then the fire happens and Mulder's like Still imagining it? Yeah. And so it gets worse. Uh, because for uh, whatever reason, while they're interviewing the the people, uh, Mulder gets one of the one of the girls and Scully gets the other one of the girls, and both of them start talking about this satanic ceremony where they went and there was a baby that was sacrificed and everything. And Scully comes out and Mulder comes out and they tell detective white this. And she's like, well, there it is. It's Satanist. And Scully's like, or no, because literally <laughs> every story about satanic cults that's ever been in the media has been, uh, exactly this story. So they're probably making it up. <laughs> And it's like, and it's like, well, we first interviewed them together. I'm like, yeah, no, you don't do that. Right. <laughs> and so they go down to look at Boom's body. Um, 
because it was burst into flames and Mulder and Detective White pointed a burn mark on his chest that they're like, that looks like a, a, a horned beast. That looks like the devil. And Scully's like, that doesn't look like anything. And they're like, no, that seriously looks like like a goat or the devil. And Scully's like, it's just a random pattern of burn. And this is where you really start to really... This is, in my opinion, the first indication that Scully's crankiness is more than usual because she's yeah it's very obviously a burn in the shape of a something you know yeah and she's it look it looks like they just literally took um the sim the the school mascot symbol and burned it on his chest yeah he looks like he was branded with it basically yeah and she is just straight up like no and so uh Mulder he goes out to see detective white, but before he leaves, he's like, Hey, and maybe get a few pictures of that burn that you say doesn't look like a horned beast. (laughs) And this is where, this is the episode where one of my favorite gifts in the world comes from. It's when (laughs) Scully snaps on her, uh, glove and says, yeah, sure. Fine. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. There's a gif of Scully doing that with, you know, somebody captioned it. Yeah, sure. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> That's one of my favorite gifts in the world to use. And but yeah, like between that and then like, uh, like with the stuff with Mulder, with uh, Mulder that I think is this next part because it's just he goes to the detective's house. Like what's her name's house? Well, first they go like, to visit the night. astrologer. Oh yeah, they go to see Madame Zarinka. Well, I thought that was I thought it was reverse. Like they go and see he goes and see her first, and then they go to see the astrologist because like Mulder says the f- stupid line of, "Oh, I guess I need some help with this horny beast." Oh yeah, and, like, I need help yeah. investigating the horny yeah. beast. Yeah, I'm just like, come. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> You're right. He does have that line. Well, because it comes back later. Yeah, uh, and then he goes and sees the astrologist, or I thought they went together, but it, I guess it doesn't matter. Um, well, no, they they went together, like the detective and Mulder, because because the astrologist because is like, yeah, everyone in this town thinks I'm a Satanist because they don't understand that basically all I do is crunch numbers and stuff like that. Yeah, and then refuse to give him any more information until they start paying <laughs> paying her. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh so well it makes me laugh even more later but she she basically just says you know the town the only reason everybody's acting so crazy is because of this rare planetary alignment of mars uranus and mercury and Mulder's like cool can you tell us anything else and she hands him her card and tells him the price and says these are my business hours and kicks him out yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's so funny. And so, uh, cut to uh, Terry and Margie. They're watching basketball game, and they're, like, lusting over the players. They're being, like, horny girls and everything. They're being horny girls, but also, like... Caddy? Well, caddy slash, like, like, that one girl, like, they're, like, that one boy, and then they're, like... He goes to like his girlfriend, and they say that stupid little rhyme of theirs. Like, Hate him, don't want to date him, and then she like falls over. Or oh yeah, because like they that. make the basketball hit the cheerleader Brenda yeah. in the face. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, hate him. Don't want to date him. Ugh. Yeah, it's so... Ugh. Yeah, that's the, when I was talking about. That's that, like, valley girl yeah. crap. <laughs> so It's so valley girl. And so, uh, one of the players, he throws the ball. It knocks all the drinks on the table on them and they get mad and they cause the ball to bounce underneath the bleachers and he runs in to get it and they slam the bleachers closed on him and that's how he dies. <laughs> I just, because I just find it hilarious that that is the incantation to murder someone. Is one girl says, hate him and the other girl says, don't want to date him and then the, someone, then something bad happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird. Um, and so, uh, Scully, she's all mad at Mulder cause he went to hang out with detective white and then, uh, how do they get to the point <laughs> where, so they're, so they're, 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 the kid's dead and they're there and they're like talking and they see the two girls and they're like. They're starting. They're not putting the pieces together, but they know something's suspicious. And then White gets a call that there's a mob. Right. I was like, uh, how do, how exactly did they get to the mob? That's right. She got the call. Yeah, they're saying there's a mob because they because the girls mentioned about a burial site. So they're they're out in the woods just looking for. They're just like out digging. <laughs> frantically for a mass grave it's like run by that same po- that same principal who's like just it's like this whole thing from this point on anytime it involves a mob is the funniest it's shit. so fun because it's just a bunch of people scattered everywhere just frantically digging holes and then one guy just yells bones i found but like, bones but the, like, so, when, they, when, when, so they run the over when, but like Mulder and Scully, it's like they're trying to talk to the principal and they're like, and the principal, it's not funny, the context of it, but the way he says it is, he's like, we heard that there's like a mass grave out here and these are people that our kids are with, with, but we've heard stories where like they take our kids and play naked, sh- naked celebrity guessing game. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that's why they naked celebrity guessing game. Yeah, he says that. I'm like, how? And I'm like, that's gross. How does that work? <laughs> and then, so they go over, and they there's a bag in the ground, <laughs> and it's got bones in it that clearly are probably not human bones. But the, yeah, but the principal just yells, "It's full of baby bones." <laughs> And then, and then they and it pisses off it pisses off Scully. <laughs> She's so mad and then it's they point and they're like RWC it's Do- it's Doc uh, whatever his name the is Doc whoever uh Bob something get him and so they run off to his house <laughs> and they're like they're pounding on his door they're like come out doc come out of there and the poor doc is in his house just dressed up in ladies lingerie having a good time (laughs) (laughs) comes downstairs the first of all that is the most polite mob just like gently rattling on the door and the windows (laughs) yeah well i mean clearly he doesn't understand why they're there and not it's a very very quick thing but all i can think is that the the actor 
probably played it like, oh god, these people know I'm a transvestite and hate yeah. me. Yeah. Well, I'm just, well, yes, yeah, because that was a bigger deal, like back in the day, mm-hmm. where like that was still that was still such a like a weird thing that like that people were not acceptable with. So they kind of threw it into this episode being like, this could, this is what he thinks they're coming for him for. Right. And so they take him to the station and he's like, look, I sold that bag at a yard sale. I sold it to Terry Roberts and Terry shows up and it turns out to be the bones of her dog, Mr. Tippy, and Scully. And it's her birthday! And it was her birthday! <laughs> and, um... Somewhere in here... Did we get to the joke about... Did the whole thing happen? Where, no, that hasn't happened yet. Where, okay. No, that hasn't but, happened because, because after they realize it's in the Tippy... They're having that conversation with so, the guy but Scully in the room gets, and Fox. Well, first Scully gets Fox real is mad. Smelling and, everyone. What's that? Fox is smelling everyone because he's the other. The doctor's wearing the perfume. Oh yeah, he goes like, "Someone's yeah. wearing my favorite perfume." Yeah, and that's right. They go out in the hall and he's like smelling Scully, and she's like, "What?" And she's you? yelling at him. And she's like yelling at him, and she goes, "Fine, I'm going back to Washington." tomorrow i'm not staying here anymore we're wasting time and so then cut to margie and tell uh, margie and terry celebrating their birthday and they are rocking out hard to a song that i cannot think of the title of it's it's a, it's from it's it's lives um the band's called live yes uh, I, I, they only have like three, I, it's like three hits. So if I look it up, I can tell you exactly, mm. uh, 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 like, because it's not lightning crashes. It's the other one. Yeah, no, I recognize uh, it. Selling, selling drama. Thank you. Yeah. And they're rocking out and everything and, and everyone else is uncomfortably just hanging around. Yes. And so then, uh, they're there and Brenda is using the Ouija board and Brenda, I recognized, uh, the actor playing her. Let me see. Her name is Gabrielle Miller. What did I recognize her from? Oh, maybe she just, I'm looking at her filmography and I don't see, doesn't look like she was actually in anything. I was looking at a lot of these people's video, like like credits i didn't recognize too many of them except for like i, I kind of missed the ryan reynolds one <laughs> yeah that's weird i could have sworn i had seen that actor anyway they're the point is they're playing the ouija board and brenda's like "Ooh, who will i marry and the planchette spells satan married to satan i'm like that sounds pretty metal marrying satan that'd be so metal so oh saddam oh oh saddam saddam i can't do this anymore i'm with terry now <laughs> oh come on satan you know you love it no i need something more than just sex saddam he does the song number and he's like no nah, he's got a point 
So Brenda gets very upset that she's going to get married to Satan. And she runs into the bathroom and Margie and Terry are playing Bloody Mary. <laughs> um, I'm about to veer off into a more Two Broke Geeks topic, but this is on my mind because I saw this today. Did you see the second trailer for Candyman? I need this movie now. <laughs> Fuck, I've never seen the original Candyman, but that trailer was so you... fucking okay. good. You need. I think you would enjoy the first Candyman. But the plot of it is a little hard to follow because it makes not too much I sense. I assume it's probably not like the plot they presented in the trailer for this remake. No, the original plot is uh, Old Slave gets murdered by a, a wealthy family because he was dating and having sex with a white girl, their daughter. Mm. And so they cut off his hand, cover it in honey, and so bees killed him. So mm. he comes back to find his like a like basically the descendant of that bride or uh, of of that of his love, and try and take her. But at the same time, is like causing her to see things and murder people and make her seem like she's crazy. Uh, so it'd be easier for him to take her and be like, "Come with me, and we will like." the have it's sort of hellraiser ish but not as not as much in the torturous porn aspect hmm. it's a fantastic movie but the plot sometimes is a very is is a little bizarre and i cannot wait to see this variation gotcha. of it well it only popped into my head cuz bloody mary and obviously candy man as you say candy man candy man candy yeah. man candy man um so that was my tangent. So, uh, Margie and Terry, they lock Brenda in the bathroom and explode the mirror, and Brenda gets killed with glass from the mirror. So then we got go to uh, Mulder. He's in his hotel room, <laughs> and he's drinking. Okay, what was it? What was he putting in in the bottle? Frozen orange juice concentrate. Uh, I had to I had to do a double take because I couldn't figure. But you remember, you can probably still get this. But I I remember drinking it as a kid. It comes in like a cardboard tube, and it's in the freezer section. Yes, mm. yeah, yeah. I I used to get. Yeah, those. Was, he was putting in frozen orange juice concentrate. So he was. Essentially, I wasn't sure. I thought it was like some sort of weird extract. To the... It was. It, yeah, it was. Uh, essentially he was making screwdrivers and getting hammered yeah. in his bedroom at his ho or in his hotel room and he's trying to watch TV and this is when the Keystone cops are on every uh, channel and uh, Detective White shows up because she found a box with her cat's collar inside um, and she thought it was like some sort of threat or spell going on but then she tries to fuck Mulder. She's like, Mulder's like, oh, hey. She's like, you're drunk. He's like, yeah, I know. I, I, which is weird because I don't actually drink, but I, I'm drinking now. Do, do, do you want to come in and watch a movie? It's the same movie on every channel. <laughs> and she's like, well, no, I think I'm going to help you solve the mystery of the horny beast. But what's funny about it is, uh, uh, what's really funny is, like, she's like, I'm tired. I don't want to go home. Can I stay here? She just starts taking off her clothes, and Mulder's like, let me get your room. And, like, um, like frantically trying to get the operator. Yeah. 
And meanwhile... And I'm like, what are you doing? And meanwhile, Scully is in her own hotel room, also realizing the Keystone Cops are on every channel. She's smoking a lot, which uh, Scully does not do. So Mulder's getting drunk, which he does not do. Scully... And she's fuming mad. She's, like, pacing around her hotel room, just mad at Mocking... Mocking... Yeah, just fuming mad. So childish. It's great. And she gets the call about uh, Brenda dying. So she runs over to Mulder's room and some... Did did it did uh, Detective White and Mulder leave the door open? Is that how? Yeah, it was cracked open. That's what I thought because she just flings the door open, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, Mulder to- cu- closes it, but he doesn't close it all the way for some weird reason. Okay, that's what I thought because I'm like, hotel doors lock from the outside, <laughs> so Scully just throws the door open and finds Detective White just on top of Mulder, and she's like, ugh. Come on, there's been another murder. And she runs outside and she hops in the car to drive. And Mulder's like, come on, Scully, let me drive. And this is, she blows up at him. She's like, no, you always drive. Why do you always have to drive? Because you're the man? And he's like, no, because I didn't think you'd be able to reach the pedals with your time. Meanwhile, Mulder's blitzed. He shouldn't be driving anyway. And then he forces White to go with Scully while he drives another car. It's just like, one, you're going to, it's already an awkward situation between Scully and White. So you're going to put them in the car together. And two, you're blitzed. What is wrong with you? (laughs) And so, and so, uh, Terry and Margie, they, uh, try to console Scott, who is, uh, Brenda's boyfriend and he gets mad he t- he tells him to go away um yeah so Terry gets mad at him and doesn't want to hang out with him anymore but Margie still likes him and she leaves <laughs> and this is when Mulder goes to visit the, goes to visit the astrologer the again astrologist again <laughs> gives her credit he gives her his credit card and he asks her a question and she goes ah 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 i'm waiting for it to clear he goes he's like well i work for the fbi he's like like, i'm a federal agent she's like yeah i know but the government i don't trust the government to be good with money I love the fact, too, that when it cuts back a little later to Mulder being there, he's writing a check on top of, like, the $300 he spent, <laughs> like, and, I know. <laughs> that he spent there. It's so stupid. <laughs> and so, finally, his credit card clears. And she goes, all right, well, those three planets, they only come into alignment, like, uh, like once every 84 years, plus... Um, if there was, there were some other special alignments going on that mean anyone born on January 12th, 1979, Margie and Terry's birth date, because remember this episode is taking place on Margie and Terry's birthday. They will have a great big abundance of cosmic energy. And Mulder's like, well, what would happen then? She's like, uh, you might want to put them in a jail cell or whatever it is she says. So, 
Margie, she follows Scott back to his house. And he's like freaked out, obviously. But Terry shows up and she's like, you bitch. Because now they're going to fight over this boy, obviously. And they start having their psychic battle, cosmic energy battle, whatever it is. This is just a small step down step down from when the time Cartman uh, had his psychic battle with the whole hand motions. <laughs> and stuff starts to fly around. And they accidentally kill Scott because one of the f- springs from the garage door pops off and flies at him and kills him. So Terry stays in the garage. Or no, excuse me. Margie stays yeah. in the garage Margie and stays. calls Mulder and is like, I know who did this. It was Terry. Meanwhile, Terry shows up at where uh, Scully and Agent or not because they're because they they hit a bunch of crows that have fallen and then magically out of nowhere the mob shows up again <laughs> the, mo- the mob's just like storming down the road for no reason really yeah and uh, birds have fallen out of the sky and everything and terry's like it was margie she's the killer and so they take them back to uh, you know Mulder calls Scully and he's like, I, I know who did it. It was Terry. And Scully's like, that's weird because Terry's here and she says it was Margie. So they bring them both to the police station and the girls have their cosmic energy battle again. And all the guns start going off and the Keystone Cop movie starts. <laughs> and the one thing I found weird about this scene all this weird, crazy shit is going off. And the only thing in my head that I went, well, that's not right, is when all the shotguns chained to the wall start firing. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Well, no, because... They wouldn't be loaded. Exactly. I don't even own guns, and I know that they are not putting those guns up on the wall with ammunition in them. See, the thing that, that that bugged me, but also what bugged me was when all the guns started going off, the one person who pulls their gun out during it is Scully. Just un- almost stares down the barrel. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and the furniture is flying around and everything. And they go out in the hall and Mulder manages to grab one of them and he throws her in a room and shuts the door. And the other one comes down the hall and... Uh, Mulder manages to convince her to go in the room and he locks him in there together thinking, and he looks up at the clock and the clock hits midnight. And because it's no longer that day and the planets aren't perfectly aligned anymore, their power goes away and the mob shows up again. (laughs) Why? I don't know. They're just in the police station. Well, no, because they were, they overheard when Terry, accuse Marge. Oh, so right. So like, they, they were going to kill her. Yeah, they were going to kill Marge. So the, the, the mob is there and they open the door and the girls are in there hugging each other and crying in the corner. And the principal is like, oh, it really was Satan. <laughs> and then Mulder and Scully, they're driving home, arguing over directions. And... <laughs> 
Mulder's like, don't forget Scully. We turned and she blows straight through the four way intersection. And Mulder's like, uh, Scully, you just ran a stop sign. Shut up, Mulder. Okay. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Overall, in this move, like, I kind of put this on the lower scale. Uh, like, I give this like a B. Mm-hmm. Because it like I, the whole mythos thing kind of went out the window. This was more just a chaotic, goofy, uh, kind of episode. But I enjoyed it for that. Uh, so I give this like kind of like a, a just like a B, just because of all the ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was still good. Yeah, I think B is actually right about where it belongs. Because when you think of B movies, there's a plenty of ridiculous B movies and this is kind of like um like almost like an X Files Y kind of take on Heathers or Buffy the Vampire Slayer or something the, or the craft. Or the craft. Stuff like that. Only slightly more silly and everything. Uh plus I think it's just a lot of fun to see uh, Mulder and Scully's personalities warped just a little bit by everything that's going on with this planetary alignment pointing right at this town. Uh, so yeah, but at the same time, it's it does hit on like it is, but it also like kind of rolls in from the last episode, uh, their animosity towards each other because it's the, now like the complete opposites of like like relig- like mm-hmm. the whole fights with about like the religion aspects and like technology that they've been having lately. So it kind of, kind of weaves that in, but also just more so just the pettiness of just them in general. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I kind and, of enjoyed that. It also kind of works a little bit because I mean, they are two people that spend a whole lot of time together. Um, and even though in general they like each other as as partners in a lot of ways they're comparable to uh, a married couple even though they aren't a couple they still have things about each other that will drive each other nuts just because if you spend enough time around anybody there will be something about them that will sometimes annoy you <laughs> so yep um Mulder being annoyed by Scully's um, skepticism towards everything and Scully being annoyed by like Mulder always having to drive or the way he seems to always be wasting her time chasing shadows, you know, or trying to, in this case, trying to bone detective white. Yes. (laughs) Or trying to bone detective white, which despite (laughs) how much, Carter claimed that he was showing writing this to show they would never be a couple. It sure does seem like she's jealous. He's trying to bone detective. Yeah, it really does. Um, so the next episode is interesting. I'll be interested to see what you think about this one. Cause it's odd. <laughs> it's called grotesque, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw, like, the screenshot on Hulu, and I was like, huh. Yeah, I don't really know how to describe it beyond, I, it's, it's like in, it's very creepy. It's definitely different than this, this one that we just did, but it's also 
when you get to the end, you're like, huh, it's not in a bad way, but I guess it's kind of like a, a thought. It's kind of a thinker where at the end you go, huh, that was different and weird and everything. I remember liking right. it, so I think you will too. Um, but yeah, next week is grotesque and we're going to yeah. try and get back on a more regular schedule again here. So yeah now nah, we gotta start live streaming this shit like uh, like two in the morning oh god i don't even know if i could get up at two in the morning to be honest oh <laughs> uh, i overslept this morning by like almost an hour and a half <laughs> i mean uh, <laughs> which is weird because usually i oversleep all the time but lately i've been getting up around seven and i kind of hate myself for it oh man seven is when i have to leave for work so if i slept till seven then i'd be late for work <laughs> anyway nobody needs to hear that crap we'll talk to you next time later the fbi's most unwanted is a production of two broke geeks entertainment and is part of the atomic geekdom network find the flagship two broke geeks podcast wherever you download podcasts or online at twobrokegeeks.com you can find the atomic geekdom network at atomicgeekdom.com our artwork is by Justin Kowalski. You can find him on Twitter at J underscore Rocka. Our theme music is by Tony Longworth. You can find him on Twitter at Tony Longworth or on Facebook, Tony Longworth Dark Composer. You can help out the podcast by subscribing and leaving us a review. Thanks. Thanks.